Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to the Pappy English Podcast. This is the podcast that helps you improve your English. My name is Sam and I am your teacher. And today I'm going to help you learn gerunds and infinitives okay if you have heard gerunds and infinitives before this lesson is going to be really useful for you because we're going to develop on what you already know we're going to look at some more exceptions and we're going to make sure that you know how to use gerunds and infinitives perfectly well if you are new to gerunds and infinitives you don't know what they are also that's not a problem because at the beginning of this podcast lesson I'm going to explain to you the very basics and then you will be able to understand as I go in more detail about gerunds infinitives later on in the lesson. Now the first thing you need to know about gerunds and infinitives is they're very very hard to master. It takes a long time to understand how to use them perfectly and it's well let's admit it it's going to take you years because even native speakers of English make mistakes with gerunds and infinitives. There are so many rules and generally as we move through the levels in English we learn more and more about them from A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, C2. And actually we learn gerunds and infinitives passively. What I mean by this is we learn them without realizing that we are learning them. You will see them all of the time in every text and when you're speaking to somebody, you'll be using them and the other person will be using them in every sentence. Now, we begin at A1 level. You're just beginning to learn the language and you will learn how to say, I want to do something. This is the very basic first structure in gerunds and infinitives. I want to do is the infinitive. So I want is the verb and then we have a pattern after that verb. I want to do. Okay, we use to and the infinitive form after want. So this is the first rule that you have to remember. After want, we use the infinitive. I want to learn English. Then as you go through the levels, maybe at an A2 or a B1 level, your teacher might say, after the verb like, you need to use the ing form, the gerund form. For example, I like learning English. I want to learn English. Infinitive, I like 
learning English, gerund. Okay, so depending on the verb we use first, the second verb changes. Is it infinitive or is it gerund? Now, maybe at a B2 level, you will learn that some verbs can be followed by an infinitive or a gerund. And this can actually change the meaning. But we'll look at this later on in the podcast. And then at C1 level, C2 level, you'll learn other exceptions, how to use gerund infinitive patterns with objects and passives and all sorts of interesting things like that clauses. But we'll be looking at that at the very end of the podcast. This is a complete guide to gerund infinitives. So stop at your level. We'll start at a lower level and we'll get more complicated as we get on. And the first thing we have to learn is how to use the infinitive because most of the time we use the infinitive after a verb. So this is the main thing you have to learn, the basic thing. And there are three patterns. The first pattern is verb to infinitive. Verb plus to plus infinitive, which is the example I gave earlier. I want to study. Now, we use different verbs, we use this pattern. For example, agree, ask, begin, choose, decide, forget, hope, and want, which is the verb I used before. If you want to get hold of this list of verbs, you can download my PDF if you look at the description of this podcast. So after the verb agree, you use to an infinitive. I'm going to use the past form because it makes it easier. I agreed to help my friend. I agreed to help. I began to cry. <laughs> when I studied gerund's infinitives for the first time, I began to cry. I decided to study more. Mm. Gerund's infinitives are difficult, so I decided to study more. I forgot to do my homework. Okay, I forgot to do my homework. And the final example, I want to study English. So with these verbs, we use the pattern verb plus two plus infinitive. Pattern number two is verb plus object plus two plus infinitive. I've got a very long list on the PDF I mentioned before. I'm just going to mention some of them in this podcast. Advise, allow, ask, beg, cause, enable, encourage, expect. Okay, so here it's different to the first pattern because we can also use an object after the verb. Verb object to infinitive. For example, I advised my students to listen to the podcast. So after the first verb and the to infinitive, I can put an object with these verbs. I asked my friend to go away. My friend is the object. I asked my friend to go away. Now, you might realize that before I used ask in the first pattern, verb to infinitive, and now I've used asked in the second pattern, verb object to infinitive. That's because ask can be used in both. I asked to go. I'm not specifying who I asked, but I asked someone. I asked to go. I asked my teacher to go. Okay, so here we can use the object or we don't use the object. Now the third pattern 
we can use verb plus object plus that plus verb. And these are the verbs we can use this. Advise, persuade, remind, teach, tell, warn. I'm going to use the verb teach. I taught my friend that it is wrong to smoke. Okay, so I taught my friend, I taught is the verb, my friend is the object, I taught my friend that it is wrong to smoke. It is wrong to smoke. After that, I use the normal structure of a sentence, which is subject verb. Okay, it is wrong to smoke. I persuaded my students that it was important to do the homework. Now, I can also not use this that. I can say, I persuaded my students to do the homework. But if I put that, I persuaded my students that it was important to do the homework. So after that, it's like we start a new sentence with a subject. Okay. I persuaded him that he should study more. He should study more. I persuaded him that he should study more. So this is quite a difficult verb pattern, but it's another option. You can choose not to use it, but many people are going to use this verb pattern as well. Now there is an exception. Okay. Advise, allow, recommend, encourage. If you want to use these verbs without an object, okay, so no object, you have to use the ing form. So with these specific verbs, advise, allow, recommend, encourage, with no object, use the ing form. Let's use it with an object first. He recommended me to do my homework. He recommended me to do my homework. Now I want to get rid of me. Me is the object. He recommended doing my homework. So now I took away the object, I have to use the ing form instead of the infinitive. He rec recommended doing my homework. He encouraged studying more. He allowed smoking in the classroom. Oh my goodness. He advised working during the weekend. He advised working during the weekend or he advised me to work during the weekend. So this is a pretty cool exception in my opinion. And with that, we've basically finished infinitives. That's from the very easy part of infinitive to something really quite advanced. The last two things I talked about with that and also with the objects. So if you want to study this more, find my PDF, download it. And you can practice writing some sentences so that you can remember which verbs you have to use for these rules. Now I'm going to go on to gerunds. Gerunds are not as used as much as infinitives as a verb pattern. So after a verb, if you use another verb, usually we use infinitive. But often we use the gerund as well, especially with verbs of feeling. Verbs of feeling, I mean verbs that kind of say how we feel about something, about our preference about something. For example, like, dislike, enjoy, hate, don't mind, love. Okay, these are verbs of feelings. Now, if you study from a course book, 
like the Cambridge course books or Oxford course books, which many people study around the world, they will tell you after these verbs, use the gerund. And I agree. This is very British English. So you should say, I like swimming, I dislike running, I enjoy eating, I hate um, walking, I don't mind fishing, I love dancing, okay? So after these verbs, you should use the ing form. If you use the infinitive form, it's also correct, especially it seems speaking to Americans and also from what I understand, listening to a lot of American podcasts and watching TV series is that they use the infinitive. So they say, I like to swim. I dislike to go to the cinema. For me, it sounds much more natural with the gerund. Now, I'm going to give you a little tip because also I use the infinitive after the, these verbs in some specific circumstances. If I'm talking about my general preference, how I generally feel about something, I'm going to use the gerund. In general, I like dancing. In general, I like dancing. Okay? In general, I love dancing. I'm going to use the gerund. But in specific occasion, I don't like to dance. So if I'm talking about a specific time, for example, in the morning, I don't like to dance. So when I'm talking about my general preference, I'm using gerund, but when I'm talking about something specific, I'm going to use the infinitive. I like dancing, but in the morning, I don't like to dance. Okay, I'm going to give you another example. I love working, I love teaching, I love teaching, but when I'm on holiday, I hate to teach. Okay, on holiday is a specific time it's a specific it's not it's not all of the time it's not my general preference it's just at this time i don't like to do it so i'm using the infinitive when it's specific and if i'm just talking about how i like something in general i'm using the ing form the gerund and this for me is the perfect explanation the perfect explanation of how to use it and i think if you speak like that it sounds really nice and really eloquent and I think that's perfect. One more thing, there is another exception using these verbs of feeling. If we use would before the verb, then we have to use the infinitive. This is a strict grammar rule, okay? So I like swimming, I would like to swim today, okay? I would like to swim, okay? I in, I hate, no, hate, we don't use would. I love, I love, we can use. I like, I would like, I love mm, eating, I would love to eat a pizza tonight, I would love to eat, I love eating pizza, I would love to eat. So if we use would before like or love, we have to use the infinitive form. Okay, that's very important. So one extra little rule, it's not really a rule, this is really easy actually, some verbs only use the gerund form. Okay, imagine and keep are the, the most common verbs that only use the gerund form and you cannot use the infinitive. So that is pretty easy. Okay, um, when I was younger, I imagined being a teacher. Actually, no, I imagined being an astronaut. Okay, imagine being, being, infinitive, uh, infinitive gerund. 
okay? Um, I'm very determined. So I keep studying, okay? If you use keep, it means like continue. I continue studying. I keep studying. Okay, so imagine and keep, we can only use the gerund form. Now, this is something that I mentioned earlier on in the podcast, which we're going on to now, which is when we can sometimes use both gerunds and infinitives with the verbs stop and remember, but it changes the meaning, okay? It changes the meaning completely. For example, I'm going to give you an example with stop, with the infinitive. I was driving and I stopped to smoke. This means I finished driving and I smoked a cigarette. I stopped to smoke. Another example, now with the gerund, I was driving and I had a panic attack and I couldn't breathe and I nearly died. So I made a decision in my life. I stopped smoking. This means I finished smoking forever. I stopped to smoke, infinitive means, I stopped what I'm doing and I smoked a cigarette. I stopped smoking means I'm, I don't smoke again, I'm finished. I quit, I quit smoking. I stopped smoking means I quit smoking. Okay, another with remember, it's a similar thing where we have the infinitive and the gerund and it changes the meaning. Okay, so I was washing my clothes and I remembered to, what did I remember to? I remembered to walk my dog. Okay, so I was, I was washing my clothes and, ah, oh, I remember, I need to walk my dog. So I kind of stopped and I go, okay, this is what I need to do next. If I use the gerund form, um, it's kind of looking back in my past. Okay, so I'm, I'm mem remembering something. I'm remembering something in the past. I remember going to the beach when I was a child with my grandparents. Okay, I remember, I remember swimming in the sea. Yeah, that was a beautiful moment. Uh, I remember eating ice cream. So if we're using gerund, we're kind of looking in the past and telling everything that we remember in the past. If we use the infinitive, it's like, oh, oh yeah, I need to do that as well. I remember to do something. Okay, oh yeah, I need to walk the dog. I remember to walk the dog. Okay, so that's that rule. And now we're going into the final verb patterns, which are not actually that difficult, and you probably already know, which is the verb plus infinitive, without to, no to, which we use with modal verbs. For example, can, should, uh, would, could, shall, okay, these are modal verbs, and we don't use to, we don't say I can to swim, no, we say I can swim, okay, um, I must to do my homework, no, I must do my homework, so with modal verbs we just take away the to, and we use the infinitive, and also there are some exceptional verbs, let, make, and help, which we use the structure, verb, object, infinitive without to. Okay, so let me help you. We don't say let me to help you. Okay, we use make a bit like oblige. Okay, so my mom makes me do my homework. 
Not my mom makes me to do my homework. My mom makes me do my homework. Okay, and help. Okay, my sister helps me cook. Not my sister helps me to cook. My sister helps me cook. And one final exception. This is the final exception. I promise. If we use make in the passive, we have to use to. So in the active voice, okay. My mom makes me do my homework. We don't use to. Not makes me to do. No, makes me do. But I'm going to put that sentence in the passive now. I am made to do my homework by my mom. Okay, so I put it in the passive. So I put the object first. I'm the object in this sentence. Okay. I am made to do my homework by my mom. Okay. And that is everything. That is everything I know about gerunds and infinitives. I think if you know anything else to add, please tell me and I'll make another episode of the podcast. But if you learn that, you are an absolute expert on gerunds and infinitives. You can download the PDF. It's in the description. Um, so you can like revise the verbs and the rules. Uh, that would be really useful. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you found it useful. Um, and thank you for watching. And until the next podcast, keep practicing your English and I'll speak to you very soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.